good evening, Cosmic Toolbox. Currently, the moon is in uh, the full moon range. We're at about 98.2% illumination. And so we have a um, pretty strong full moon in the sky. It is currently in Libra. And so you may be feeling this. I've talked to a few people today um, that are feeling it. It can feel like we are being grounded um, in the good sense, earthly grounding, not like parental grounding sense. Um, We still have that Taurus stellium in effect with the sun, Mercury, Venus, and Uranus all in Taurus. And so we want to be aware of this calming, grounding influence. I know that we have been feeling it here in our home (laughs) Um, pretty, pretty significantly. Lots of nesting happening here. Also, um, it's important to remember that Black Moon Lilith is also in Taurus. So, we are, we have more than just a little bit of Taurin energy here beaming on us. And it's good to be aware of that fact. So we have been nesting, we've been making things feel good and look good and um, moving bedrooms around and things like that. But I've been waiting to get a better sense of how the full moon is going to show up it's been intuitively a little distant. I feel some of that is because I am a Scorpio and full super moons and Scorpio really tend to activate me. <laughs> and so I was paying attention. And then also, um, you know, there is a lot going on in the world where there's a lot of confusion and um, I'm going to say delusion in that fear is running amok. And so if you get into a course in miracles, um, at all, which is not required, but if you do, there's the big talk about what is real and what is reality and what is delusion. And so it means different things when you're discussing a course in miracles, than maybe what it sounds like I'm discussing when I'm discussing physical reality. And so from I'm speaking in terms of A Course in Miracles. So the delusion is anytime you step into fear. It's forgetting, it's choosing to, you know, it's either forgetting or choosing or moving away from love as a default and stepping into fear, choosing fear, opting into fear. And there's a lot of that and it can get very contagious. And there's a lot, a lot of people with a lot of opinions about A Course in Miracles whose whole platforms like um, Marianne Williamson and Gabby Bernstein, you know, and Wayne Dyer, certainly, who really did make their entire platform off of stepping outside of fear and seeing what is real in this moment and what can we control in this moment. And so with this full supermoon, we will have a lot of activations Um You know, the sun is in Taurus, the moon is in Scorpio, Um, the full moon, you know, is always going to be when they are at exact opposites, but the polarity here with the moon being super moon and with the Taurus, the sun in Taurus being a stellium, 
it is creating the most dynamic opposition that we have felt in some months. This full moon, even if it wasn't a super moon, this full moon would be intense. Scorpio is always going to be intense. Scorpio, the moon in Scorpio is going to reach up from the depths of the ocean and snatch your heart and pull it down and ask you how you really feel, right? Some of you might say that that's what my sessions are like with me, but what are you really like? Scorpio, moon and Scorpio, right? Because um, the moon and Scorpio can mean a couple different things because of the intuitive aspect of it and the strategy aspect of it. Um, Scorpio is a fixed water sign. So it is going to hold that energy just a little bit differently. And um, it's ruled by Mars and modern rulership is Pluto. And so there's just a lot of strategy, a lot of um, things done in the dark are known to a moon in Scorpio and emotions will be high. Empathy is high. Psychic awareness is high. Um, it's in really sensual time. And this is something Scorpios and Taurus have in common. They're both very sense oriented, sensual things matter. How a blanket feels matters more than maybe even how it looks is it luxurious to touch, right? the senses are very activated. And so you may be having a major sensory experience with this full moon. But the main thing is that having this incredible polarity, even if this wasn't a super moon, we would be feeling the Taurus Scorpio polarity in every aspect of our lives. And so when we are in this situation with this full moon at our fingertips, we have the fixed earth sign that holds the earth together opposite the fixed water sign that holds this watery intensity. Um, you will feel this type energy. And so we want to stay in that space where we might feel like we are literally a string being strung. And so if you've ever done archery, um, the bow, right, is what I'm thinking of. And so we may be that string. <laughs> and so it might feel tense and you might be closed up and you really want to focus on relaxing, um, especially as this full moon um, that takes place tomorrow or on 1130 p.m. Eastern. So it could be Tuesday for some of the West Coasters. Um, the full moon is opposite Uranus in Taurus alongside of that sun, right? So sun and Uranus are opposite. Um, and then Venus and Mercury are over there in Taurus as well. And so it's, it's really intense, but there could be some impulsiveness. There could be rebelliousness. Remember how I said you could be the string being strung, um, literally as a bow and arrow, like you could be the catalyst. We could be the catalyst to really launch something unintentionally, unexpectedly. Um, and this could be made much more complicated depending on where your Saturn is, but Saturn has a big influence right now. Um, you know, Saturn and Uranus are, have, are going to have a huge, huge role in all of our dealings this eclipse season and into the rest of the year. But we want to stay mindful of the fact that that restriction could make us even more impulsive, just like, you know, that restrictive parent is going to make kids that are looking to rebel. Um, because if you don't have something restricting you, you don't have anything to rebel against. <laughs> so you might want to 
think about that and look at that. And remember Saturn goes retrograde in May, um, just before our eclipse. And so there's some major stuff happening there in the grander story arc, but for this week, you will start the week off feeling this full moon at its full intensity. Super moons are closer than other moons. Super moons have more impact on our lives. They appear bigger in the sky. This super moon will take us into the Pluto retrograde. It starts on the 27th. So right there on Tuesday, we are going to feel some things on Tuesday, Tuesday, um, 4 PM Eastern, um, power and control, will butt up against regret. Um, whatever that means to you, it'll mean different things to different people. Pluto retrograde is very revealing. So whatever you have done and remember Scorpio, Superman, Scorpio, Scorpio knows what is done in the dark. And so working with this Pluto retrograde, whatever is hidden within you will be revealed. You will start to have inner thoughts, inner feelings. There's no better kickoff to this than a full supermoon in Scorpio, but inner thoughts, inner desires, um, will just almost bubble to the top as if you are like a, a bystander and it's not even you, you'll just be watching some of these darker things coming up and out of you. Often your hidden abilities, right? Things that you've been hanging on to that you've not been wanting to work through that you've not been wanting to heal or even not even wanting to sift through, right? Could be coming up. We could be in a system and a, and a holding pattern with some of our old hurts, unless you're really, really, and I was meant to say willing and really, and I said wheeling or wheelie, unless you are really willing to take a look at your part in some of it, right? Um, you want to release old hurts, but you have to learn those lessons that came with the old hurts and you have to learn the lessons of, you know, why you're still thinking about it. Um, old wounds, old triggers, lots of that, lots of that from April until October, we'll be dealing with this. Um, and that's great because it allows us to step into that accepting, forgiving, forward moving energy that empowering, aligning the shadows with our light, integrating the shadows into the light, right? It gives us that assimilation that's really beautiful. And so it'll be a time of great assimilation, but we must be paying attention. Otherwise we will just feel it, right? If we're not working through it, we will just simply feel it. And then we'll be at the whims of all this intensity. And so then on Wednesday, the moon moves into Sagittarius and you may feel a bit more, um, capable of moving some of your emotions, right? You might be more willing to, um, Sagittarius, that mutable fire sign ruled by Jupiter. You may be willing to take some of this darkness and expand. You might feel a little bit more romantic and enthusiastic, um, taking some chances with your heart, with your emotions, with your healing, with your intuition, right? All of that might kick into place on Wednesday. And then as we move into Thursday, we have Mercury sextile Neptune really peaking lots of creativity, lots of spiritual pursuits. You could really like kick into your relationship. You could really kick into a meditation practice. I'm really hoping everyone is getting into your meditation. This season demands it eclipse season demands it. And so we must be in the meditation station, right? <laughs> or at the meditation station, getting on the meditation train. This, you cannot maneuver through 
um, eclipse season without a strong daily consistent habit. And if it's five minutes, it's five minutes. That's perfect. But let it at least be every day and every single day. And if you don't have time to sit down and journal with pens and paper, then open up a voice chat and voice chat it into your phone or call me and leave a voicemail, (laughs) get on Voxer. You can Voxer yourself, Voxer yourself, Um, type it into the notes app on your phone, but be processing whatever comes up that's meant for you. You want to take time with it. You want to process it. Then we're going to move into Friday, Friday, the moon enters Capricorn and the sun conjuncts Uranus and Taurus. And that's going to bring really great vitality and revolution. Um, you know, Tauruses are great when they're on, when their sun is shining, it can be just so positive and so charismatic and strong. And so we want to lean into that and we want to feel that you should feel really, um, like free on Friday. Friday should be a really good day. I would plan on um, doing something fun on Friday. It will be well supported. And if you have a stagnant relationship, do a date night Friday, be a great time for a date night. Moon will be in Capricorn. Things will feel, you know, Capricornian (laughs) Saturn will be there. Be very practical. Um, You'll be able to kind of emotionally detach, no offense, and just kind of enjoy the energy that is around. It could be a really good time to take some breaks from all the feeling that's going to be occurring in the front half of the week, because make no, no mistake, the first three or four days of this week's going to be something. So it would be a really good thing to plan a date night at the end of the week, give you something to look forward through as you work through your week. Um, one of the things that I really would like to talk about with, um, super moon energy afoot is that when we are in this heightened arena and this, one of the things, this moon is often called a pink moon, right? And I instantly always go to, um, it won't look pink. Um, I mean, I guess it could always look pink, but you know what I mean? I'm going to get off of that train (laughs) and just stay with my thought. Pink is a very healing thing. It's a very healing time. Um, when we are moving into spring and we're moving here in Taurus, um, under the umbrella of Taurus and Taurus wants to take what we have and make it better, make it feel better. And the heart chakra activation is there, right? They want to ground us. They want to help us. Um, and so we want to be looking towards this moon to illuminate within us what it is that we keep letting get in the way between feeling present, feeling good. Most of the time we can stop and drop, calm ourselves down, meditate for five minutes and realize that we're okay. Right. And this moon will be so much bigger. It's going to look like it's 30% brighter than a normal moon, right? It's going to be big. Um, technically I think it's only half that percentage. I think it's only like 10 to 14% larger actually, but it looks bigger. Um, and it's going to be real big, like at 1130 PM Eastern time, right? So tomorrow night, you're going to want to plan to be outdoors. Um, it will rise in the East, uh, uh, the moon (laughs) I'm talking about, it will reach its peak in the sky. Um, it'll start to rise from 
I'm talking about from the east part of the country, not the east part of the sky, but um, you will start to see it around 7.30. Um, and so it'll be up and viewable most of the night. Um, we, we really want to take the opportunity to view it. That's, I'm trying to um, intuitively pass a message and I don't want to be too bossy. But we have to start slowing into some of the spring energy. There's a major rush towards summer. It's been a hard year. The pandemic has had us indoors, away from people. Winter may have had us indoors, away from people. Um, And it feels as though all of humankind is just eager for summer. And the issue there is that you can get to the heat of the moment with no structure and you just collapse. So we're going to think about it as if we have a field that we're planting. Spring is when you get the seeds going. Spring is when you start things indoors with hope of a fertile ground. Your root structure will be intact by the time things start to grow above ground. And then there's a sturdiness to spring. And that's Taurus. Taurus brings a sturdiness. It's not at the whims of whatever you want to do. It's not, it's not going to go back and forth with you, with all of your ideas, right? Spring is slow and steady and it's, it's going to hold what needs to be done for the earth and not what you want done. So I might want my garden to be already up or already cleaned or already tilled and all of the things. And then there was snow, right? Because we're not in control. Spring is doing what spring must do. And we must do that within our souls. And so we don't want to rush through spring specifically this year because spring holds our eclipse season. So we're being told by the universal cosmos that radical change is about to come before the solstice. So you may be hanging on and thinking, I'm just going to make it to the solstice and then everything will be good because it'll be sunny and bright. But if you get to sunny and bright land and you haven't done all of the work that's been called up within you in spring, it's going to feel empty, right? And it's not going to do what you think it's going to do. Because if you plant a bunch of seeds indoors and then you put them outside in the middle of July, they're just going to wilt, right? We've got to acclimate. And spring is here to ask us, what, what is growing? What is our soil actually like? Not what are your gardening plans? That's winter stuff, right? (laughs) That's for those gardeners in there. That's winter stuff. If you're not already done planning, what's going to happen in spring, by the time spring gets here, you're probably behind a little bit. Um, the spring stuff is where's the soil at? What, what is needed? Is it lacking? Does it need fertilizer? Does it need to be tilled? Does it, what does it need? What does the soil need to plant the seeds so that they grow? And that is what the moon is going to ask your heart. And so you want to try to get outside and get underneath the moonlight. Even if it's cloudy, the moon can still see you. You get outside and you start to ask yourself, what is in my heart? Right. And you want to start to ask these questions all week long because we're really trying to get at how is the soil and let's do this work of spring, right? How is the soil? What do I need? How are the seeds doing? How have my new moon intentions been going? What have I done to take action on my new moon intentions? How have I succeeded? How have I failed? Where can I do better? 
Where can I take more steps? Where do I need to recognize that I need to let this go? And so on and so forth. And so keep focusing on those spring concepts and keep focusing on the potential that is in the soil and within your heart and know that this week is supportive of that. So if you're having a hard time and things are coming up, the full moon brings to the surface, the things that need illumination. So you need to be able to know what is actually real, what is coming up so that you can absolutely let go, release, banish from your life, and then manifest something better. But that will also come with action, right? So let's get into that, into that season, into that spring, the sprouting grass, the greenery, everything is happening. Life is bursting before our eyes. Every time we step outside, the farm is greener and prettier and more full of life. And the same thing is happening within your soul. So don't skip spring. Everyone have a beautiful week and I will talk to you soon.